Morning show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Good morning. I'm here. With John Leonetti. At broadcast school, it's really paid off. Deacon Mark Campbell. <laughs> Mark Amadeo. Ooh, yeah. And Deacon Tony Valdez. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome into One and All. Thanks for joining me today. I'm John Leonetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. We've got a great show in store for you today. 7.15, James Valoy is going to be on. He's got a book out called Our Lady's Prophecies, God's Messages for Our Time. Um, these, I believe, were just during the time uh, apparitions happened in uh, Guido, the capital city of Ecuador, and um, they have been approved uh, by the uh, the bishops there. Uh, but this is this is going to be really interesting because I don't know a lot about these apparitions. So uh, we'll have uh, James on at about seven fifteen today to talk all about it. I like learning new things. Dr. Blessman coming up at 745 today of Blessman International. Looking forward to speaking to him uh, as well. All right. We've got Father Andrew Winchittle coming up just around the corner. He's going to have your Sunday gospel and a little reflection for you to prepare. Deacon Tony, let's offer our day to our Lord with our morning offering. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. St. Joseph, her most chaste spouse, protect us. Amen. Deacon Mark Campbell now with your news. Thank you, John. Our top news stories of the day are brought to you by Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory, a Catholic-owned and operated funeral home with locations in Urbandale, Adel, Perry, and Winterset. Learn more at caldwellparish.com. Several Iowa school districts went into lockdown Wednesday after receiving calls that referred to a possible active shooter being on the premises, according to KCRG. Marion Independent High School was one of the districts that received a reported swatting call Wednesday afternoon. And after briefly locking down the building, law enforcement officers ultimately determined that the threat was not credible. They are still investigating that incident. There was an increased police presence around the school on Thursday, officials said. Cascade Junior Senior High School and West Branch Community School leaders also said they were on lockdown at their their district buildings after receiving calls and worked with law enforcement to confirm that the threats were a hoax before removing the lockdown. Both districts confirmed that they also would have a police presence visible at all school locations at dismissal times as extra measures of safety. Beth Getz has become the Iowa, uh, University of Iowa's athletic director after serving as an interim role since August, the school announced yesterday. Getz uh, joined the Iowa Athletics staff in September of 2022 as the deputy director of athletics and chief operating officer. She succeeds Gary Barda, who retired on August 1st. 
Getz, 49, was Ball State's athletic director for four years before she went to Iowa. She was chief operating officer and senior women's administrator at Connecticut from 2016 to 2018 and Minnesota's interim AD in 2015 and 16 after serving two years as deputy athletics director. Contract and salary information were not disclosed. Uh, and, John, this is going to be important to all those uh, fancy like Applebee's folks. They will soon be offering a year's worth of weekly date night passes for a fee of just $200. The restaurant uh, chain announced in a news release uh, this week, the new Applebee's date night pass will be available for purchase to select guests on January 22nd and is redeemable for up to $30 of food and and non-alcoholic beverages during each use for 52 visits between February 1st, 2024 and January 31st of 2025. Applebee's, which referred to itself as one of America's premier date night destinations, claimed it was offering the deal amid a 40% increase in dating costs over the past decade. The exclusive pass will be valid at all uh, but 16 of Applebee's nationwide locations and cannot be combined with other promotions offered by the restaurant. You can learn more information at applebees.com slash date night pass. So for $200, you get a weekly or is that a monthly? A monthly. So monthly. 52. Yeah. So if you start doing the math, so 52 12. times 30. No, no. This if, it's, is, if it's monthly, it's 12. Uh, well, what is it? Uh, let, me get real, let me go back to the article well, here. Because I was so, doing math here and I'm thinking that's a lot of money. That's uh, not a lot of money for... What they're off. You know, they're just uh, up to use 52 visits between what? February 1st. That's yeah, dollars Gift card for $200. Gift card. Wow. That's not too shabby. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's a nice little investment there. I'm going to be all over that. Are you going to do it? Heck yes. I love I, I love me some Applebee's. Really? I haven't been to an Applebee's, I think, in five years. Really? Yeah. Man, you're, you're missing out. They got the Bourbon Street steak and the Oreo shake and... You know the song. That is a phenomenal <laughs> deal, though. I don't. I don't know that song. Yeah, you do. It's about Walker Hayes. He was a oh. country, celebrate country concert. Well, uh, I heard Walker Hayes for the first time <laughs> on that night. Celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go Sorry. to Mark Amadeo with the scoreboard update. In sports on your Friday morning tonight, women's college basketball in the Missouri Valley Conference, first place on the line. Belmont Bruins are at the Drake Bulldogs. Both teams are tied for first place with 5-0 conference marks, and they're 12-4 overall. They'll tip off at 6 o'clock tonight at the Knapp Center, Des Moines. The game will be televised on ESPN+. NFL playoffs continue this weekend with the divisional round. On Saturday in the AFC, the Houston Texans at the Baltimore Ravens kick off at 3.30 tomorrow afternoon on ABC. While on Saturday night, the NFC divisional round gets underway with the Green Bay Packers at the number one seed San Francisco 49ers kick off Saturday night at 7.15 on Fox TV. On Sunday, the NFC divisional round has the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Detroit Lions, 2 o'clock kickoff on NBC. And on Sunday night in the AFC, the Kansas City Chiefs, the defending Super Bowl champions at the Buffalo Bills, 5.30 kickoff on CBS. Men's college basketball on Saturday. All of Iowa's big four teams will be in action. In the Big Ten, it's number two Purdue visiting the Iowa Hawkeyes. They'll tip it off at 1 o'clock at Carver Hawkeye Arena in Iowa City tomorrow. The game will be televised nationally on Fox Sports 1. 
And in Big 12 men's college basketball tomorrow, number 24 Iowa State on the road at number 19 TCU. They'll tip off at 1 o'clock in Fort Worth, Texas. The game will be televised on ESPNU. Both teams with records of 13 and 4 and are both tied for 5th in the Big 12. At a Missouri Valley Conference men's basketball, Drake and Northern Iowa will be home tomorrow. Drake will host Evansville at 5 o'clock at the Knapp Center in Des Moines. Game televised on ESPN Plus, while tomorrow night, UNI and Southern Illinois, both teams tied for 5th in the Missouri Valley. They'll tip it off at 7 o'clock at the McLeod Center in Cedar Falls, and the game will be nationally televised on the CBS Sports Network. Tonight, high school girls and boys basketball here on most of these Iowa Catholic Radio Network stations. Johnston at Dowling Catholic. Our pregame show begins at 6 o'clock tonight from the Dowling Catholic Gym. The girls game tips off at 6.15 featuring number one Johnston and number three Dowling Catholic. That'll be followed by the boys game at 7.45. Join Scott Babinat, Jimmy Cataldo, and me tonight from the Dowling Catholic High School Gym in West Des Moines for coverage of tonight's game here on most of these Iowa Catholic Radio Network stations. And with your Friday morning sports update on the Catholic Morning Show. I'm Mark Amadeo. Thank you, Mark. Here's a look at your Iowa Catholic Radio Network new uh, weather forecast for today. Hey, John, do you know what it takes to uh, issue a wind chill warning? No. Yeah. Negative 20 is the uh, the threshold. Uh, Exposed skin at uh, negative 20 wind chills. That's got to vary by state. Uh, Maybe. No, I mean, national weather is national weather. I mean, rules are rules. I think so. I mean, Texas goes into a negative 20. You don't think they're going to – negative 19? Well, they, they, you, so you're thinking at less than that they would go a windshield warning at, like, zero? They can't handle that. <laughs> they can't handle uh, the, that. Well, the idea is that uh, exposed skin can uh, suffer frostbite in as little as 30 minutes at yeah. um, at negative 20-degree windshields. But today, mostly sunny, then becoming mostly cloudy and a chance of flurries, colder with highs – yeah, it says colder. How can it get much colder? Uh, with uh, gu- wind gusts up to 25 miles an hour, wind chills uh, as low as 23 degrees below zero today. Overnight, mostly cloudy uh, with lows around 14 below. Overnight, uh, or no, tomorrow, Saturday, partly sunny in the morning, then clearing, highs at around three above. And again, we're going to be under a wind chill warning through most of the weekend as we expect wind chill values to be below uh, 20 below throughout. Ooh. All right. Well, around the Iowa uh, listening, Iowa Catholic Radio Network listening area, Des Moines is currently negative uh, four degrees and it feels like temperature of 22 below. Marshalltown, negative five. Creston, negative six. Oskaloosa, negative three. Weather Day brought to you by Deary of Ames, home of warranty forever, offering new used and commercial vehicles as well as service and Mopar parts. Learn more at DearyAmes.com. Yeah, that was a struggle. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Father Andrew right now. Father Andrew, repent. <laughs> Believe in the gospel. Yes, exactly. The same message that uh, John, his precursor, John the Baptist, had. And uh, those of you maybe who have done enough Bible studies may know it uh, also by the Greek word metanoia. Mm-hmm. Uh, in other words, uh, a change of mind that must accompany uh, an encounter, a relationship with Jesus Christ. And without getting into too many details, because mainly in, in because we just don't have the time, is, is there's, it seems like there's, at least for me as a priest, there's been a lot of confusion late, lately about the validity of that. that, that in other words, can, can somebody remain in sin while still having a relationship with, with Jesus and with, and with his church? Mm. And 
the answer is no. Some are, are critical saying that the church should meet people where they're at, uh, and and that's true. But uh, there's also equally valid uh, the saying too that uh, he also doesn't love us, uh, or he loves us so much that he doesn't want us to stay in that sin. Uh, he, he draws us out of it to something greater, and, and I think we see that also in today's uh, passage. Uh, not that they're uh, notorious uh, sinners, or at least that we know of at this point, but he's calling these men from being fishermen to uh, being his apostle, being his disciples and his, his apostles. Yeah, it's a it's a famous uh, gospel for this Sunday for vocations. I mean, I remember growing up and hearing that all the time from like Father Acre and some others uh, that were vocations directors. Right? Jesus said to them, "Come after me, and I will make you fishers of men." Remember that? Remember that video, "Fishers of Men" uh, video? It was like a it, like a six minute sort of thing. Do you remember that, Father? That that was yes, that was powerful. Wasn't that really good? Yeah. I mean, I remember that. I remember seeing that years and years ago. Um, but anyway, yeah, I mean, this is this is what John the Baptist is, is preparing our hearts to do. He says, repent, it's time, right? Um, and, and Jesus says, look, at, at every turn, Jesus is loving, he is dining, he's, he's hanging out, but he's calling every single person to repentance, every single person to walk away from sin and to turn to the gospel, which is the good news of Jesus Christ. And that's that's the key, right? I mean, this is what he calls and invites every one of us, not just him or her. It's easy to point our fingers out there, you know, or them, but, but ourselves today. How will we repent? How will we turn away from sin and turn to the gospel? It's a, as you said, it's, it's something for, something for all of us to reflect on. Would you give us yeah. your blessing? Yep, certainly. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. And the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father Andrew, God bless you, Father. Have a good weekend. Thank you. All right. Uh, coming up right after this, we're going to be talking to James Valoy. He's the author of the book, Our Lady's Prophecies, God's Messages for Our Time. These were apparitions of Our Lady that took place in 1611, and uh, every bishop since there in Ecuador has approved these um, apparitions. We'll have that for you when we come back. John Lee here on the Catholic Morning Show. Friends, don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Next Generation Realty, a Catholic and family-owned flat-fee brokerage serving Central Iowa since 1994. Next Generation Realty can handle every step of the process of buying or selling a home. Learn more at nextgenerationrealty.com. Support for programming is provided by construction professionals, serving customers through a proven process creating unique design, functionality, and artistic beauty. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, an authorized independent agent for Walmart Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Iowa, an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. Learn more at 515-226-2111 or cindyschulte.com. Support for programming has been provided by Permar Security Services, a family-owned security company that provides full-service security solutions to homes and businesses throughout the Midwest. Learn more at permarsecurity.com. Thank you, Permar Security Services, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 
Support for programming comes from Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical, offering repairs, installations, and maintenance for the whole house, including heating and cooling systems and all things plumbing and electrical. Learn more at goldenrulephc.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Divine Treasures, a Catholic book and gift store serving the Des Moines community since 1992. Divine Treasures, 5701 Hickman Road, Des Moines, 515-255-5230. Thank you, Divine Treasures, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from First Heartland Financial Group consultant Scott Prickett, an independent financial firm offering personalized financial advice with your insurance and investments for all stages of life. 515-202-6218 or online at firstheartlandfinancialgroup.com. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for tuning in, friends. John Leonetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. Dr. Jim Blessman coming up in the second half hour. It's been a while since we've had Doc on. Looking forward to talking to him. They built a Catholic church there in uh, South Africa. We're going to talk to him all about it. So be good to get an update. All right, let's go to our next guest, author of the book, Our Lady's Prophecies, God's Messages for Our Times. James Valoy joins me. Hey, James. Hi, uh, John. Uh, good to talk with you today. Good to talk with you as well. Okay, so um, 1611, right, were when these apparitions of Our Lady took place in Ecuador. Yes, and well, 1611 was when Bishop de Salvador Rivera approved the apparition. I see. And they, and they took place, though, right in that time frame, about 1582 to about 1634. So there was a long period of time that they were going on. And that's a that is a long period of time. Is that longer than Medjugorje? My goodness. Well, I don't. You know, that, I, I think I think Medjugorje does have it beat. Yes, I do. Okay. Um, okay. But this was a longer, uh, pretty long, significant amount of time. Well, these are these are approved by the church, though. Correct. Yes, they. What, what you're talking approved. about with Ecuador? Yes, they, uh, Bishop Ribera, and then every subsequent bishop has approved uh, the apparitions as well. So they have a long history of approval from, um, you know, uh, appropriate ecclesial authority. So what happened? How did it start? Well, very, very good question, uh, John. What happened in the beginning was, you know, uh, our lady, or um, there was a nun by the name of Mariana of Jesus. That was the name she took. And she joined her aunt on a mission trip. To, to be a nun in, in Ecuador when it was a colony. Hmm. So, you know, Ecuador was not even yet a country. And so in that period of time, you know, they came to the, to the colony of Ecuador, and our Lord gave Sister, well, we call her Mother Mariana because just for want of going back and forth, uh, Mother Mariana, uh, who you know, eventually became the head of the convent there, she um, began to receive mystical experiences, even from the beginning, when she became a nun and made her vows. Mm. Uh, so she she began to receive these revelations of what would happen 400 years, and some of them were less than 400, but what would happen in the future in the 20th century, and, uh, you know, of course, this uh, these mo- momentous events would spill over into the 21st century. So they were, for our times... And uh, and yet she was given them 400 years prior. Yeah. So it, and, these apparitions in 15, beginning in 1582, were for the times we're living in right now. Exactly, and that's wow. why they're just now starting to become noticed again. Several people 
um, have written different things about them. And I wrote the book to try to help more people find out and bring together some of this information. And, and then, you know, someone down the road perhaps will write an extensive um, you know, like a scholarly book on it, but maybe maybe there's not time for that too. We don't know, but there are a lot of things that are going to happen. And I put the specific prophecies in the book so people could read what Our Lady said. Do I want to ask what these prophecies are? <laughs> you, you, you do, you do. Uh, even though there's many bad ones, one one I mean, many bad things that will happen, like internal. There'll be internal infighting within the church, uh, internal divisions within check. the church. Check. <laughs> right? Right? Yes, check. Exactly. It's happening. Yes, yes exactly. It's happening right before our very eyes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then there's, um, of course, there is a message, a very powerful message, that when it looks like evil will have won, um, Our Lady, that is the hour of Our Lady, where she is going to step in and with God's power, and bring an end to this nonsense that we're seeing all over us, all around us. So, what else? I'm, I'm really curious. I, I, I've never, I've never even heard of these apparitions before. Yeah, many people have not, and, and that's the way it was supposed to be. Really? Yeah, these apparitions were supposed to not be known until they were needed. <clears throat> and so, when when I wrote this book. I wrote it with that in mind to try to help more people so that they would understand that crazy things like trying to say that a boy can be trapped inside of a girl's body and other things of that sort to help people to understand don't uh, be deceived by that by that garbage because our lady predicted many uh, very strange things would happen in our times. And, for example, uh, since you asked uh, what were some of the other things, um, she mentioned that a great president, uh, a truly devout Catholic president, would become president of Ecuador and transform that entire nation for good. And in 200, about 270-some years later, there was a great president named Gabriel Garcia Moreno, who was a, a transformative president. And history shows us that he consecrated the entire country to the sacred heart of our Lord. And he really, truly did everything he could to make his country a flourishing Catholic country where, you know, everyone would be have an opportunity to be educated and uh, also to um, to develop, and so it's it's a good um, chapter for aspiring young leaders too to learn from Moreno on how to be a transformative leader, you know, in a very healthy way. So she specifically, Our Lady, spoke about Ecuador, but also spoke about the world and the church at, at large. Exactly correct. Yeah, she spoke of Ecuador and gave certain prophecies specifically for that country. And then she spoke about the world at large, what would happen in the 20th century. And she mentioned that this great uh, Catholic president would be martyred in the very square where Mother Mariana and the Conceptionist sisters lived. And I had the good fortune back in many years ago to uh, to go to that square and be in that very holy place. Was he? He was martyred? He was martyred, yes, what? he was, by, by a secret society that had sent word to uh, Peru 
And then uh, there were five guys that came and uh, murdered him in wow. that very square. That is incredible. So it, it, is, is there one that is glaring, one message right now that you think in writing this book, okay, we th- this has got to catch our attention here? Well, um, I would say the most glaring message is there there would be a great decline in faith and morals. Mm. And I think we can clearly see this in the decline of the use of the sacraments, partaking in the great gifts God has given us, and in morals in general. So that would be like an overarching um, message that Our Lady gave to Sister Mariana. And, And there would be a total corruption of customs. And so I think we're seeing this right, you know, right in uh, podcasts and on the daily news, and and we're seeing this in you know in every conceivable way. Yeah, I, I mean, this is this is a really interesting read. How many messages were there in total? Do we have a count or or no? Well, um, I, I I actually didn't go there to the number because there's different ones and there's there's different there's a few different translations so. I, I rather than you know add to that, I thought the important thing is what the messages say because they all say the same thing. Sure, it's just that some of them count them a little bit differently. Was she so she specifically only gave these to servant of God? So she is she, her cause for canonization has started, Mother Mariana. Yes. Or was there were there others that saw her? And where did these take place? Like one specific place or kind of wherever. Good question. Uh, they were they took place at the uh, convent in Quito, right in the heart of town, and that's where you know these apparitions happened. And other nuns are going to be found to be incorrupt in her order, uh, and they had mystical experiences. But um, as far as the main messenger, main visionary, it's Mother Mariana. How did she die? She actually died, oh, let's see now, going back to her uh, death, I want to think exactly how this happened. Um, she died, uh, in, you know, of a ripe old age, um, and, and, and so nothing, no, no martyrdom or anything yeah. of that nature, but she uh, she died, uh, uh, you know, uh, in that, 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 at that time of a ripe old age, which was much younger than our times. Um, but so it was. Uh, it was a very common. I might call it a common death. But she did offer her life as a uh, sacrifice, uh, and you know, kind of a, an offering for our times, because she saw how bad our times would be, and she wanted to add to the good by offering her life for us. So, so we all owe her a, a, a great debt. So we say, Our Lady of Fatima, Our Lady of Guadalupe, Our Lady of Quito. Well, I would say Our Lady of Good Success of the Purification. See, it was commonly known as Our Lady of Good Success, but recently the sisters have requested that it be Our Lady of Good Success of the Purification because that's going back to the full meaning, uh, connecting it to candle mass. Wow. This is really interesting. Um, I, I really thank you, James, for opening my eyes to this, uh, and and I, I'm going to definitely read this book. I, I have not, um, I just I haven't heard of of these prophecies and apparitions, and I that's one of the main reasons why I love doing this show is because I learn so much. Um, how do people get this book? Sure, they can uh, get it by reaching out to Sophia Institute Press. Or they could pre, uh, actually get it on Amazon. It's, it's currently available on Amazon. 
But, uh, yeah, I'm glad to hear you say what you said because I think it will benefit a lot of people and encourage a lot of people. That's that's, uh, one of the main reasons I wrote it. James Valoy, God bless you, brother. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, John. Really uh, good to talk with you. Our Lady's Prophecies, God's Messages for Our Time. You can also go to Divine Treasures locally here, friends. If they don't have it, they'll certainly order it for you. Um, But, yeah, like I said, one of the main reasons why I absolutely love, love doing the show is because of just that. Learning constantly. Learning of new apparitions of Our Lady. Ha! I'm in. I am in. Dr. Jim Blessman coming up in the second half hour. They built a Catholic church in South Africa, and we're going to uh, we're going to talk to him about it. But just in general, we haven't caught up with him for a long time on uh, Blessman International. So we'll see what uh, Doc is up to. Let's go right now to Father with today's gospel and reflection. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus went up the mountain and summoned those whom he wanted, and they came to him. He appointed twelve, whom he also named apostles, that they might be with him, and he might send them forth to preach and to have authority to drive out demons. He appointed the twelve, Simon, whom he named Peter, James, son of Zebedee, and John, the brother of James, whom he named Boanerges, that is, sons of thunder, Andrew, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, the son of Alphaeus, Thaddeus, Simon, the Cananean, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Hi, this is Father Nick Smith, parochial vicar of Christ the King Parish in Des Moines. God's will is certainly a mystery. At the beginning of this gospel passage, it says that Jesus went up the mountain and he summoned those whom he wanted, and they came to him. The fact that Jesus chose these 12 men and not anyone else to follow him most closely is probably a mystery and a question that these 12 men had for their whole lives and even into eternity as they receive their heavenly reward. God has chosen you as well. He chooses those whom he wants for a specific task. He has chosen you for the specific place in the world that you occupy, in the family that you are a member of, because he wants you there, and he wants you to do some great good for him. That is an immensely consoling truth, that there is nothing by accident with the Lord, but he sees everything, and he summons those whom he wants in all cases. May God bless you, and let us continue praying for each other. At Intervisions Healthcare, we see patients with unplanned pregnancies from ages 12 to 43. An unplanned pregnancy is traumatic at any age. For that reason, we specialize in educating, encouraging, and empowering vulnerable and at-risk mothers facing an unexpected pregnancy with the medical information and services necessary for them to make an informed decision. For more information on the free medical services at Intervisions Healthcare or to support our mission or become a volunteer, visit IVHcare.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Intervisions Healthcare, empowering men and women to make the most informed, life-affirming decisions for themselves and their families. Learn more at IVHcare.org, IVHcare.org. Thank you, Intervisions Healthcare, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Westgate Dental, offering cosmetic, family, implant, and general dentistry. Located at 1073rd Street, Suite 1 in West Des Moines, just behind Dowling Catholic High School. Learn more at WestgateDentalIA.com. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from John Leonetti, EOS Implementer, the entrepreneurial operating system, helping businesses and organizations clarify, simplify, and achieve their vision. John.Leonetti at EOSWorldwide.com. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Good morning, everyone. January 19th. It's a Friday. We made it. Barely. Snow and everything last night. My goodness. Dr. Jim Blessman coming up right after this here in the second half hour. Doc is, um, boy, he's, he's so well known in the community with the, the service and the work that he's done over the years in South Africa specifically. Um, but they just built a Catholic church, which is really exciting. So uh, we're going to have him on to talk all about it. Get a little uh, get a little update. Haven't talked to Doc in a long time. All right, Deacon Tony, let's pray. We have fathers today that are celebrating birthdays. Nice. We have Father Daniel Seeker. He is celebrating uh, the 20th, actually. And uh, then we have Monsignor Frank Bignano on the 21st. And then Father John Broby on the 21st as well. Nice. So a happy birthday to them. Happy birthday to all those who are celebrating a birthday and those who are celebrating anniversaries. Let us pray. God of all creation, we offer you grateful praise for the lives of those who recall today the special occasion and rejoice in your gifts of life and love, family and friends. We humbly ask you to hear their prayers and grant them their heart's desires in accordance with your holy will. Continue to bless them with your presence and surround them with your love, that they may enjoy many happy years, all of them pleasing to you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Deacon Tony. Let's go to Deacon Mark now with your news. Thank you, John. Our top news stories of the day are brought to you by Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory, a Catholic-owned and operated funeral home with locations in Urbandale, Adel, Perry, and Winterset. Learn more at caldwellparish.com. At this year's March for Life Vigil Mass in Washington, D.C., Arlington Bishop Michael Burbridge called on those gathered in the packed basilica of the National Shrine of the Immaculate Conception to bring light to the darkest corners. The evening vigil and mass ha- took place almost two years after the fall of Roe versus Wade, the 1973 landmark Supreme Court case that legalized abortion nationwide. Since then, the battle over the unborn has been largely focused on state initiatives, and the pro-life movement has suffered several de- defeats at the ballot box. Burbridge, who serves as the chairman of the U.S. Bishop's Pro-Life Committee, said that while it is necessary to be strategic in states where there are victories to be won, We must not lose hope in states where abortion rights have been enshrined into law. House of Representatives passed a resolution to maintain funding for pro-life pregnancy resource centers Thursday amid efforts within President Joe Biden's administration to deny the facilities funding under a federal assistance program. The resolution sponsored by Representative Michelle Fischbach, Republican of Minnesota, would prohibit the Department of Health and Human Services from stripping funds from centers which offer support for pregnant women and mothers who are in crisis pregnancies as an alternative to abortion. The resolution would thwart a proposed HHS rule change that would prohibit the facilities from accessing funds through the Temporary Assistance for Needy Families program. Republicans overwhelmingly supported the resolution titled the Supporting Pregnant and Parenting Women and Families Act, arguing that the facilities provide much-needed help to pregnant women. Alternatively, House Democrats, who claimed that the facilities provide false information about abortion, opposed the bill. It faces an uphill battle in the Democrat uh, controlled senates and beth getz has become iowa's athletic director after serving an interim role since august the school announced on thursday 
Getz joined the Iowa Athletic staff in September of 2022 as Deputy Director of Athletics and Chief Operating Officer. She succeeds Gary Barda, who retired on August 1st. Getz, 49, was Ball State's Athletic Director for four years before she went to Iowa. She was Chief Operating Officer and Senior Women's Administrator at Connecticut from 2016 to 2018 and Minnesota's Interim AD in 2015 and 2016. Contract and salary information were not disclosed. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with a scoreboard update. In sports on your Friday morning tonight, women's college basketball in the Missouri Valley Conference. First place on the line, Belmont Bruins are at the Drake Bulldogs. Both teams are tied for first place with 5-0 conference marks, and they're 12-4 overall. They'll tip off at 6 o'clock tonight at the Knapp Center, Des Moines. The game will be televised on ESPN+. NFL playoffs continue this weekend with the divisional round on Saturday in the AFC, the Houston Texans at the Baltimore Ravens kick off at 3.30 tomorrow afternoon on ABC. While on Saturday night, the NFC divisional round gets underway with the Green Bay Packers at the number one seed San Francisco 49ers kick off Saturday night at 7.15 on Fox TV. On Sunday, the NFC divisional round has the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Detroit Lions 2 o'clock kickoff on NBC. And on Sunday night in the AFC, the Kansas City Chiefs, the defending Super Bowl champions at the Buffalo Bills, 5.30 kickoff on CBS. Men's college basketball on Saturday. All of Iowa's big four teams will be in action. In the Big Ten, it's number two Purdue visiting the Iowa Hawkeyes. They'll tip it off at 1 o'clock at Carver Hawkeye Arena in Iowa City tomorrow. The game will be televised nationally on Fox Sports 1. And in Big 12 men's college basketball tomorrow, number 24, Iowa State, on the road at number 19, TCU. They'll tip off at 1 o'clock in Fort Worth, Texas. The game will be televised on ESPNU. Both teams with records of 13-4 and and are both tied for fifth in the Big 12. At a Missouri Valley Conference men's basketball, Drake and Northern Iowa will be home tomorrow. Drake will host Evansville at 5 o'clock at the Knapp Center in Des Moines. Game televised on ESPN+. While tomorrow night... You and I and Southern Illinois, both teams tied for fifth in the Missouri Valley. They'll tip it off at 7 o'clock at the McLeod Center in Cedar Falls, and the game will be nationally televised on the CBS Sports Network. Tonight, high school girls and boys basketball here on most of these Iowa Catholic radio network stations. Johnston at Dowling Catholic. Our pregame show begins at 6 o'clock tonight from the Dowling Catholic gym. The girls game tips off at 6.15 featuring number one Johnston and number three Dowling Catholic. That'll be followed by the boys game at 7.45. Join Scott Babinat, Jimmy Cataldo, and me tonight from the Dowling Catholic High School gym in West Des Moines for coverage of tonight's game here on most of these Iowa Catholic radio network stations. And with your Friday morning sports update on the Catholic Morning Show. I'm Mark Amadeo. Thank you, Mark. Here's a look at the Iowa Catholic Radio Network forecast for today. Mostly sunny this morning, then becoming mostly cloudy. A chance of flurries. Cooler with highs around 5 above. Northwest winds will uh, be gusting up to 25 mile an hour, giving us wind chills as low as 23 below. Overnight, mostly cloudy with lows around 14 below. Uh, tomorrow, Saturday, partly sunny in the morning, then clearing. Highs around 3 above. John, you can look forward to uh, uh, some some balmy temperatures there. And Sunday, mostly sunny, not as cold, uh, with highs in the lower 20s. Currently around the Iowa Catholic Radio listing area, mostly clear to clear conditions. Des Moines at negative 5, Ames negative 7, Fairfield 3 below, and Ottumwa at 5 below. 
Forecast today is brought to you by Deary of Ames, home of warranty forever, offering new used and commercial vehicles as well as service and Mopar parts. Learn more at DearyAmes.com. Thank you, Deacon Mark. Let's go to Gene Till. Hey, Gene. Well, <laughs> see in for Gene Till. Yeah, I see what you did there. That, 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 that's, that's, that's pretty, pretty Gene clever. Can't, Gene cannot be with us. Yeah, it's, yeah I think we, I scared Brady back there. <laughs> He's having a heart attack. <laughs> uh, well, Gene's out today, um, but uh, she did want to let us know that uh, the Bishop Show, which we want to remind people his uh, little programming change, can now be heard at 8 o'clock on Saturday mornings as well as ele- at 11 a.m. on Sundays. And this weekend, uh, the Bishop will have a, a conversation with the very reverend Nicola Dance. She is the dean at uh, St. Paul Episcopal Cathedral, and their conversation is going to be centered around the uh, week of Christian unity, which begins uh, this week and it goes through next week. And so that should be a great conversation um, with uh, Bishop William Johnson and uh, the the dean over at St. Paul's Episcopal Church. So be sure to tune into that. Thanks, Gene. (laughs) Oh, let's go to your saint of the day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, he was a farmer who wanted to sell some produce. He wound up being called to cultivate the church as the Pope. Pope St. Fabian today traveled to Rome one day to bring some vegetables to the market. He passed by the conclave who was busy trying to elect the 20th Pope at the time. A dove flew down and landed on his head. And immediately the crowd began to proclaim Fabian as the Pope. The conclave united around electing Fabian because of this sign. He was ordained and installed as the Pope. The first 14 years of his papacy were happy ones as the church expanded in Rome and new churches were built. However, when Decius, not a good emperor, when Decius became emperor, that all changed. The emperor demanded that all Christians publicly and officially renounce their faith and return to pagan worship. Fabian and many others refused. Decius had the Pope killed. St. Cyprian wrote that Fabian was an incomparable man whose glory and death matched the holiness and purity of his life, end quote. In the catacombs of St. Callistus, I've been there, the stone that covered Fabian's grave may still be seen, broken into four pieces, bearing the Greek words Fabian, bishop and martyr. We ask today, Pope St. Fabian, to pray for us. Amen. Great story. When we come back, Dr. Jim Blessman is going to be on. Give us an update on all things Blessman International, the great work that he's been doing for so many years there in South Africa. But also, they just built a Catholic church. So we're going to talk to him about that when we come back. John Linetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Happy Friday. I'm Ann Marie Cox with your news from the Diocese of Des Moines. Today is the National March for Life in Washington, D.C. Amid the crowd of thousands will be two busloads of youth attending from Iowa thanks to Pulse Life Advocates. The Creighton University Retreat Center in Griswold is offering a three-day silence-directed retreat in March, May, and July. Give yourself a gift of quiet and be present to what God wants to offer you through a silent retreat. For more information, go to creighton.edu slash retreat center. That's creighton.edu slash retreat center. 
The show Making It Personal with Bishop Johnson is moved to Saturday mornings at 8 o'clock with a replay on Sunday at 11 in the morning. Tune in tomorrow here on Iowa Catholic Radio to hear Bishop Johnson chat with the very Reverend Nicola Dance of St. Paul Episcopal Cathedral in downtown Des Moines. They'll be discussing the week of Christian unity. If your Saturday is packed with activities, check out the Bishop's podcast posted at iowacatholicradio.com. That's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines. Have a great weekend. The next Man Up West Power Lunch is Friday, February 9th at St. Francis of Assisi in West Des Moines. Father Nick Smith, whose daily gospel reflections are heard across the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, will help us prepare for Lent. Program begins at noon. Lunch provided by Chick-fil-A. Register at iowacatholicradio.com. Iowa Catholic Radio would like to thank our business partner, Edible Arrangements, for their support. Offering fruit bouquets and gourmet dip chocolate treats. On the go or have it delivered for that special occasion. EdibleArrangements.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory. Caldwell Parish offers services that are unique to the individual while following the Catholic funeral rites. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Bozen the Florist. Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, weddings, whatever the message, say more with Bozen. Bozen.com, 515-244-ROSE. Bozen makes the moment mean more. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Great event that happened last night. Unfortunately, I was not able to attend. Well, I went to another event. That I was, was going to say, it wasn't unfortunate. Mom's, you, you, mom's birthday yeah. dinner, which was a lot of fun. That, that, that's uh, when there's so many great opportunities. You that's think, right. But, but mom is always going to win in that. He's uh, going to win. And you were there. Yeah. At the, not my mom's birthday party, but you were there. <laughs> I was at, at the Ironside Axe Club yes. last night for the uh, Forge event. And, uh, you know, as, as most people can uh, recall just last night, the weather conditions were less than ideal. Uh, light blowing snow, temperatures dropping, uh, streets were, were pretty slick. So, uh, but it was amazing. There was 120 guys that Whoa, showed up last night. That's a ton. It was. And uh, I had a lot of, I was determined to, to figure out that axe throwing. It's, it's much tougher than it looks. It is? Well, I, they kept telling me I was the one making it hard. Uh, but uh, I, I did, eventually I did get a bullseye. Wow. Before the night was uh, done. But uh, Nice work. Yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. It was great, uh, great turnout. And, and this, the talk from Peter Burrick was just uh it was awesome. Really good. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was like one of those when it was done, I wanted to run through the tunnel nice. out onto the field and, and uh, get to work. 120 guys. That's a lot. It was. Yeah. yeah. And uh, many of them Iowa Catholic radio supporters. And, Very cool. And, uh, so it was great to great to see them. Of course, Knights of Columbus have a hand in, uh, you know, some of the local councils in, in supporting that event. So, yeah, no, it was it was outstanding. So uh, props to Dr. John Bishop and the great work there. Their next event's going to be at the Tea Room in February, and they're going to have uh, Ralph Martin here. John. Nice. So Love Dr. Uh, Ralph Martin. Yeah, so that's going to be a great um, great event. So you can find more information about it at myforge.org, or we'll have the event up on the iowacatholicradio.com events page as well. Let's try to get John on. Talk about the next event. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just had him on last week. When Did you? Were, you? Yeah, oh, okay. I, it, when you were uh, when you were out, Good. so maybe we'll have he, him on gonna, he'll be he'll be a regular. Our, our cool. listeners will get tired of him eventually. Good, but, uh, Good. but no, he's that's a wealth we of knowledge. Want. So I don't think that's possible. One doctor to another. Doctor Jim Blessman joins us from South Africa. Hey, Doc. Hi, John. It's great to be with you again. Good to Thank have you. you on, man. I, I mean, so, so, so where are we at now? All right. I mean, I, I think the last time I talked to you was when everything was shut down in COVID, and it's, it's been a few years. Yeah. 
Nope, the country's open again. It's 75 degrees. The sun is shining. Everything is beautiful. Oh, thanks. Thanks for rubbing that one in, Doc. But yeah. and I, I, right now, no, but that, that is a great. That's a great way to uh, promote your mission trips. That's is, right. Is to remind people they could be someplace much, uh, much warmer right now. So you're doing mission trips still, Doc. Everything's everything's going yeah. like it was. In fact, uh, Father Ray and a group from St. Francis are on their way over here as we speak. Nice. Uh, they're flying from Atlanta to here tonight. And they'll be here tomorrow, and we're going to have a huge celebration for Father Ray McHenry. Uh, he has come every year for nine years and brought a mission team with him. And this year we're building a beautiful brick Catholic church building in his honor in a rural South African village. So we're so excited to uh, to have the uh, dedication mass on Sunday he will preside along with the bishop here from uh, South Africa, and it's just going to be a beautiful church and a beautiful event, and we're getting it finished just in time. We've been constructing it the last several months, and we want to thank all the donors from the Des Moines area that uh, helped uh, in financing this Catholic church here in rural South Africa. So, How much money, how much money was it? It's about $180,000. By the end of the day, it'll be around 200000 To build a Catholic church. I mean, that is so, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's so was, cheap. Father Ray was joking with me when he built the one in Indianola. He said it was $4 million. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I didn't think we could raise that. But uh, here in Africa, and it's a small church. It'll be for only about 130 people. Okay. But they've been previously meeting in just a 10-iron shack. Uh, and it's just there's the congregation and community is so excited. How did you um, how did you raise this money? Where, where where did the campaign start and, and end? It it started with people that have traveled with Father Ray, and almost everyone I called uh, wanted to be part of this. Wow! Uh, in fact, over ninety percent of the people that we asked to participate said, yes, we want to be part of this. And we could have raised even more money had we needed it. So the congregation loved Father Ray. They're so generous. And this will be a great honor for him and, and be big part of his legacy. What do you name in the church? Uh, it's Faustina Catholic Church. It nice. already had a name, so we didn't change the name. Yeah, uh, We just built them a new building. They've got to be so excited for this, Doc. I mean, that's incredible. Oh, and we're so we're so excited for the celebration. There'll be lots and lots of people. There's a, a choir coming in that isn't even part of this congregation. Thirty members are going to come in. We'll have lots of food. We're putting up a big tent, uh, and there'll be people speaking. It, it'll church will go on for hours and hours. I'm sure, but we're very excited about it. When you first, and we just want to thank our, our friends in the Des Moines area for being part of this. When you first started Blessman International, um, has it stuck to the, the, the mission that you really set out for? Or has things changed over time? It's, it's grown. Uh, we started out thinking we are do, would do just medical mission trips, suitcase medical mission trips, and traveled all around the world doing that and loved doing that. And then that got to feeling a little bit superficial, and we wanted to put our roots down, and that's when God called us here in South Africa. 
And now we've grown. We have a huge feeding program, a beautiful sports program that you guys promote on Catholic Radio, and we really thank you for that. We're the FCA provider for all of South Africa for uh, sports, which is mainly soccer and basketball here. Um, we've got a couple of other churches that we've planted in the past. Uh, we've built lots and lots of uh, toilets to replace the outhouses that are here. Mm. We've drilled over 60 wells. So there's lots and lots of things that God just keeps opening doors, and, and we walk through them. And it's not us. It's God and all the people who love and appreciate what we do. And I want to, again, encourage people to travel to South Africa with us. We'd love to show you what God is doing here in this beautiful country. What can people expect on a pilgrimage like that? Well, it's different. Teams do different things, but we usually do some eyeglass uh, distribution, test children's eyes, uh, give out free eyeglasses, free shoes. We have a, a ministry that hands out menstrual, worshipable, reusable menstrual hygiene kits to impoverished ladies. Uh, we have some teams that want to focus on more agriculture. We have a beautiful small farm that we use to supplement our feeding program. And Meals from the Heartland right there at Iowa is our biggest partner in helping feed children. We're feeding 60,000 children. And Meals from the Heartland sends over 21 shipping containers to us every year. Wow. Uh, that's 6 million meals. And I'm sure many and many of your listeners have helped package those, those meals. And we're so appreciative. And we just ask you to continue supporting Meals from the Heartland. And we appreciate all the support that comes our way. How much time are you spending there in South Africa now? We're still about half time. Yeah. Uh, usually that's three separate trips. And our son lives here full-time, our son and his wife, and they're mainly carrying the ball, managing the ministry here in Africa. And my wife and I, we bounce back and forth and enjoy our time in, in Iowa, spending time with our granddaughter and uh, our friends uh, and family there in Iowa. But it's been a wonderful 22 years that my wife and I have been doing this. How long of a flight is it? It's forever. <laughs> I was going to say, that's uh, got to be really long. Yeah, it, from Atlanta to Johannesburg, it's nonstop, but oh. it's about 15 hours. Whoa. And uh, it, it's not an easy one. I, I can never sell people on it being an easy flight. No. But once you get here, it's beautiful. The creature comforts are wonderful. And just being able to help the people that can never return the favor is just it puts joy in people's hearts when they're able to come and do that. I can't even imagine walking off a plane after 15 hours on it. I, I can't even imagine that. <laughs> yeah, well, we have a group coming in tomorrow night. Yeah. To fetch them. They got delayed in, in Des Moines on uh, Thursday. They yeah. were supposed to leave, and there was delays. And so they're going to be 24 hours late, but still making in time for the big celebration. They'll make it. They'll make it. Uh, Doc, it's always good having oh, you on, good. man. And the, the work that you continue to do is, is really just, uh, it, it's saving lives. I mean, it's changing lives. It's it's really incredible that you've dedicated your life to this, man. So I, I, I can't encourage people enough as well. Um, you know, if you're looking for a really, just an impactful, life-changing service opportunity, uh, but faith-filled opportunity as well. Um, travel with Doc. Go go over there. Blessman International has just done some incredible work and continues to. So keep up the good work, Doc. 
Oh, we will, and we really appreciate our partnership with Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you guys so much. We love working with you as well. Dr. Jim Blessman, everyone. Yeah, I mean, friends, you hear of these kind of trips all the time, um, but 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 what Doc has put together and in the experience, obviously, that, that, that he's done there, um, it's just a five-star experience. Um, and, and, and again, so many lives right here in Des Moines have been changed because of it. So yeah, our very own Deacon Tony has been, uh, yes. been on one of those trips. Yes. yes. I so. still think about that trip. Yeah. It was just a, a game changer to see the kids, how happy they are with yeah. absolutely nothing. It's really incredible. Really incredible. Let's pray, Deacon. All-powerful Father, as we now bring you our songs of praise, so may we sing your goodness in the company of your saints forever. May the blessing of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit come down upon all of us, protect us all from evil, and bring us all to his everlasting life. Amen. Thanks for tuning in today, friends. I am John Leonetti. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. The Catholic Morning Show is a production of the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. To hear this and other programs, visit iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Here in this worn and weary land where many a dream has died.